Welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast, where we discuss all things empowering, encouraging and inspiring. My name is Yvonne Ellis. I'm an empowerment speaker, author, coach, trainer and founder of Yumi Empowerment, a company that facilitates the empowerment of people. I help people to make positive life change, live in their purpose and develop into their best version of self. I share stories, interviews, spiritual encouragement and actionable tips to empower, encourage and inspire you to live the life you want. So if you want to live the empowered life, join me each week on my podcast so we can take the journey together. Hello Empowered Lifers, welcome to episode 29 of the podcast. Guys, this is the last episode before Christmas. I can't believe it. I've made it to the end of the year. (laughs) No, I mean that in the best way. If you're listening in for the first time, thank you for taking time out of your day to check out this podcast. I appreciate you. And thank you to my continued listeners who have stuck with me through the year as I've done these bi-weekly episodes. So if you're not following me, don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher so that you can be notified of the bi-weekly episodes. So as I was saying in Powered Lifers, it's the last episode before Christmas and I'm stopping all work-related stuff around maybe the 23rd of December. But, you know, I have been winding down quite a bit from last week and I've been enjoying some fun things going out and about with my family, taking myself on my little solo dates. You know, on Saturday, we went to see the Christmas lights uptown. So we went to Mayfair, Bond Street. We didn't do Regent Street this year um, and we didn't see a lot of the lights that I wanted to see and I think maybe that we um, took a different route but I'm going to try and see if I can go up again before Christmas in the evening to see if I can see more Christmas lights but anyway we went to see some Christmas lights on Saturday. I went into a lovely department store well kind of like a department store it's small though called Fortum and Masons. I've been there before. They have lovely like little gifts, very expensive though. You know, you can only really treat yourself to something probably once a year, obviously if you're just an everyday person. I think probably the rich people or whoever go there probably treat themselves every day, but I had some lovely little things in there. So I'm gonna go back on Tuesday by myself when I take myself out for my last coffee and cake day of the year. Um, And I'm going to pop in and get a couple of little things that I saw. But it was an absolutely lovely department store. And, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy the time that I have with my family. Me and my husband have been playing darts. I know a bit of a bizarre thing. Um, My husband bought a dartboard a couple of weeks ago. So we've been playing darts um, some evenings and, yeah, just eating lots of lovely food. I do this every year, you know, usually during the last probably three weeks of December, I start letting things go a bit, you know, eating all the things that I want to eat. And you know what? It's good to enjoy food. It's good to enjoy letting go of yourself, you know, every so often in the year because it's good to have a good balance. So, you know, for me, Christmas is the time of the year where I do that. 
So, you know, enough of me going on about my little day to day things that I've been doing. In this episode, I wanted to do a roundup of my year with you. I don't know, have you ever thought about your year once you get to December? Are you the type of person that kind of reflects and looks back and see, you know, what's gone well this year, what hasn't gone well, things that have been great, um, all that type of stuff? Have you ever done that? I would suggest if you haven't started to do things like reflect on your year that you start to do it because it really is a powerful thing to do. And I do it every year. I take stock of my year in many different ways. Um, The main way that I do that is through my journal, because every year I keep a journal that I write in. So I'm able to go back over the year and think about things and look back on things, you know, that have happened. Also as well, a really powerful visual journal for me actually has been my Instagram account. You can follow me over there. My Instagram is Yimmy Empowerment, Y-E-M-E underscore empowerment. And that, as I said, has provided a visual kind of reflection for me because as I scroll through all the pictures I've posted over 2021, it helped me to kind of remember certain things, you know, that have happened for me this year, certain successes that I've had or certain things that I have done, you know, whether that's speaking events or whatever it is, you know. So that has been really um, a good way to reflect on my year by having that as a visual kind of account. And it feels like a weird kind of relief that 2021 is nearly at an end because of the ongoing covid saga which just feels like it's just been going on and on forever now actually february i think or march is actually going to be two years since this whole covid pandemic thing started and there just doesn't seem to be an end in sight so that is why i say you know um it's a bit of a weird relief but also really satisfying because when i reflect on the year for me it has been really productive successful, challenging, amazing and has brought so many revelations for me. So it might be a slightly longer episode due to it being a 2021 year wrap up but do stay with me because you may find actually my year recap helps you to reflect on the year that you've had. So how I felt going into this year was that I felt quite um, uncertain about what the year would hold for me. Obviously, as I've just mentioned about the whole COVID pandemic, work and contracts were still really slow coming in and um, everything just seemed really unsure. I was really just trying to wrap my head around how to go forward in a positive way and, you know, really get things going in my business again. And, you know, for the first two, three months of the year, it was a little slow. That was until probably around March when things did really start to pick up. I have online products Um, I did get some revenue from those and the main crux of the work that started to come in was through my training. So I do training with local authorities. I have some workshops to train social workers, police and different professionals around um, the topic of um, familial abuse. So that work started to pick up really quickly and I started to get contracts for that in around March 2021. And, uh, you know, that was a huge relief because obviously as a self-employed entrepreneur, one of the things that we always think about is, you know, how we are going to sustain, maintain and build our businesses going forward, you know, keeping a rhythm going to everything that we're doing. And for me, I kept the rhythm going just through doing these contracts. So the goals that I set for 2021 was eight in total and just looking on my wall now and seeing what I have ticked off, I have completed six of my goals and just reflecting on the fact 
fact that I've completed six of my eight goals is a real kind of amazing thing for me. It's a real achievement because the goals that I set weren't easy goals to accomplish. So as I just briefly mentioned about the content part of keeping things going for the first part of 2021, part of that was my social media stuff, you know, being more active on social media. Some parts of it I was able to do, especially when it came to like YouTube. I have two that are active, which is the Living the Empowered Life YouTube channel and the Daughter Rise YouTube channel. And I wanted to hit a certain amount of subs on both of those. And I exceeded that doubling the amount of subs that I wanted to get. So for me, that was a huge achievement. Another thing I had on my goal list was to continue to do the Living the Empowered Life podcast bi-weekly. I've achieved that. I've not missed one episode since launching this podcast in November 2020. So that was a huge kind of thing to celebrate. Another thing was to publish my Supporting Young People Harms by Abuse ebook or e-booklet. And that was amazing to be able to do that as well. Another thing was to publish my third book, Into the Unknown, which, by the way, is selling amazingly. I've just been really kind of taken aback by how well people have connected with this book. Um, I have a course that I have been struggling to finish, but I'm going to finish that over the Christmas. I've got like three modules left and I will tell you about that course when I've done it. I wanted to get it finished by September. That's on my goal list, but I haven't managed to do that. And the reason I haven't been able to do that is because I had two large scale events that I was organising at the time and trying to study and do that, you know, was a bit impossible. Also as well to continue to develop my business in the empowerment, which I have been doing, you know, this year has seen me launch, you know, the empowerment coaching, which I had been doing, you know, off the radar for a little over a year. And the last one I haven't quite reached yet is the amount of subs that I needed for my living the empowered life newsletter. So, you know, a little bit short on two goals, but overall, I'm really pleased with how things have gone. Because when I set goals at the beginning of the year, I like to make sure they're manageable, but that they do also stretch me a bit. I like to make sure they're things that I know that are possible to achieve, but also that they are going to be things that are going to challenge me to go after them as well. So some of the amazing achievements that I have been able to have this year is getting new contracts in business. As I mentioned, my ebook, which was published this year, got its first license to a local authority council to a business. So that basically is where I lease my ebook to them and they pay me a certain amount for the year. And you know what's so amazing about it is this is something that I created myself. And the fact that people saw the value in that and felt actually this is something that's going to benefit their staff, their organization. Yes, we're going to put our money where our mouth is and we're going to pay this lady to license this ebook to me was just a huge achievement you know and a real it was a real kind of um, moment for me and in getting that license it just continues to show me that you know my ideas are valid it gives me confidence and courage to just continue to make great things and put it out there and not be afraid to show people my ideas the things that I've put together after the new year, you know, I've got um, a book signing at a bookshop coming up, I think probably February or March. I've got some talks coming up with my book and, you know, I'm just really enjoying the moment with it. And, you know, as I mentioned on my previous podcast, 
I am releasing a fourth book in 2022. Don't know when yet. Um, but, you know, I have all the material to put that together. I'm just soaking in everything to do with this book because it really has just been an amazing achievement for me. Another thing that has been really great for me is the reemergence of public speaking. So, you know, I have a whole new avenue that's been opened up to me through universities that have been inviting me as a speaker, a paid speaker to come and talk to social work students and different people um, about successfully coming through my experiences and things like that. So that has been a huge kind of um, achievement for me because at one point I was thinking to myself because of the whole COVID thing, how public speaking was going to look like for me going forward. So, you know, to have that open up as an avenue again, you know, for me is amazing because I love public speaking. I love connecting with people. I love being able to share the things I've learned over my life and hear people, you know, talk about their experiences as well. So that's been really great. Also, as well, managing and planning two large scale events for a particular company. That for me has been amazing just because for many years for this particular company, I have been their event manager since 2013. As a matter of fact, I've done about 13 or 12 events for them since that time. And one of the challenges that was really evident coming out of COVID was that a lot of people weren't working in the office. A lot of things had changed and it was really challenging. And the fact that I was able to pull off two memorable and high standard events, which the client absolutely loved for me was a great achievement. My nonprofit organization, Daughter Rise, turned 10 years old, which is a huge achievement. I run that as a volunteer. It's a nonprofit. And the fact that my organization is still here 10 years later, supporting and helping those who need the help, you know, is really kind of a real testament to my um, dedication to want to support others that have gone through childhood trauma and um, difficult experiences. And also as well, in relation to my new book, it went into its first bookstore last week and I went down and I took some pictures. I have a book signing event coming up, as I said, in February and March. But, you know, I will let you know about that. So, you know, those are some of the amazing things that have happened in terms of achievements this year. But, you know, there's also been challenges for me as well. And I think one of the major challenges for me at times this year has been keeping focus and not being distracted. It really has been a thing that has been a knock on effect from 2020 with the whole pandemic. And it just really feels actually that as I end this year, it feels like I'm getting some of the things, some of the effects of that really out of my system. And I'm hoping that going into 2022, that I will be a lot more focused and a little less distracted. And you might be surprised to hear me say that considering all that I've shared with you that I've done, all the successes, all the achievements. But, you know, this for me has been a problem at times and I don't mind sharing that with you. And I even brought myself a timer from the School of Life to help me focus for 15 minutes at a time. And it's an excellent tool because when I look at it, it reminds me that until I complete my task, I cannot take a break or move on to something else. It's been crazy because when I look back on 2020, I realised I struggled with procrastination at times. And in 2021, I battled with being distracted and unfocused. And as I said, COVID really messed me up in a way. And 2021, you know, I've still been dealing with the ramifications of it. The biggest takeaway for me this year actually has been to appreciate the day of the small. 
What I mean by that is because I'm still relatively unknown in the business world, even though, you know, I've become more known as a person, it has allowed me the time to work on the things that easily could be overlooked. And again, it's just about that tortoise and hare mentality, you know, slow and steady wins the race. And it's in those times, you know, I've been able to pay attention to the small details of things, to continue to get better at certain things and master the small things. And I've really appreciated it. There is a scripture in the Bible, in the book of Zechariah. I can't remember the Bible first, but it does say, do not despise the day of small beginnings. So I'm appreciating that. And I remember hearing that Bible verse many years ago, like when my daughter was like probably two or three years old, she's 15 now, and I never really took it in. I never really appreciated it. But as I said, the biggest takeaway for me this year has been just to continue to appreciate the day of the small, small followers, small things, you know, all these different things, you know, just to continue just to appreciate it and work within it because it has been to my benefit. Another takeaway that I got from this year is that things that are important will always remain important. Self-care is important. Knowing my limits is important. Spending time with my family is important. Spending time with God is important because it is the foundation on which I am continuing to build and have been building. Also, another takeaway for me for this year is that in spite of the challenges and trials of 2021, I've still experienced success. So going forward into 2022, I need to hold on to that and move forward, not focus on the things that didn't work or haven't worked, because as I said, they are a distraction, but focus on the things that have worked, focus on Jesus and everything else for me will definitely follow. Also celebrating 16 years of marriage to my lovely husband, love you Stephen, um, has been amazing as well. We've been together for 18 years this time round. We dated for two years and then my husband proposed and we've been married for 16 and a half years actually. July will be 17 years. So for me that is an amazing achievement because there is no one around me, around us that we know that have been um, married as long as us or even married as a matter of fact so for us we really do look on it as an achievement because both of us you know have not come from those backgrounds so we're just continuing to go forward learning from each other loving each other and trying to be a good example to our daughter also as well afternoon tea at Claridge's Yes, that was amazing. That was on my vision board for about three years. I always wanted to go to afternoon tea at Claridge's. I'd looked into it. I saw how much it cost. I thought about it. And then when I celebrated my 10 year anniversary for my nonprofit daughter Rise, I said, yes, this is a perfect reason to now do the afternoon tea at Claridge's. I went by myself, as you know, as I've shared on this podcast, that I love going out and about by myself. I'm somebody who really does enjoy my own company obviously I have my small circle of friends who have been friends to me for a very long time I have my husband I have my family but for me where I get my energy where I get a lot of my joy from as well as my family is going out and about and doing things by myself and the afternoon tea was delicious but when I think about it because I've also had afternoon tea at the Lanesborough Hotel um, up in London I actually loved Lanesborough Hotel's afternoon tea more than Claridge's. Now don't get me wrong, it was kind of what I expected it to be, but the Lanesborough, their attention to detail I think was a little bit more um, evident 
And, you know, going forward next year, actually, I'm going to take myself on two afternoon teas, um, you know, for different things that I'm going to be celebrating. But I love doing that, you know, and um, to achieve that and see that actually on my vision board, I actually did it. I can tick that off as something that has come to pass. So if somebody was to ask me the question, would I change anything about 2021? The answer would be no, actually, because I continue to learn from everything that has happened this year, the success, mistakes, challenges. I've got something major happening for me in 2022, but I don't want to talk about it yet. I will share it with you um, when I feel the time is right, because this thing is going to help me to continue to build on everything I'm doing. Also, I'm looking forward to continuing sharing my knowledge, my insights, everything with you guys, you know, my supporters, customers, my lovely podcast listeners, you know, things that are going to help you to live the empowered life an empowered life. And I've got an event coming up in January, an online event called Pep Talk, which is going to be an online webinar. It's only going to be for an hour and a half. It's going to be a freebie. So, you know, make sure you look out for that. And basically, I'm going to be giving an encouraging and inspiring talk to help prep you for your new year. So if you think this is something you're going to be interested in, please look out on my socials um, because I will be posting the flyer very, very soon. So it's called Pep Talk and I will let you know on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter when it is. But what you can expect from me, what you can expect from my company, Yumi Empowerment in 2022 is more media content, more resources, more things to empower and help you to live the empowered life. And the Bible scripture I want to leave you with today comes from Psalm 118 verse 24. And I'm reading from the English Revised Version. And it says, this is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And that is for me perfect to fit this year. Perfect for me to sum up this year. You know, even with the challenges, with the ups and downs, with the successes, with the mistakes, everything that I've experienced in 2021, I still give thanks and rejoice for the Lord gave me those days. But for me, 2021, I cannot complain. You know, I have been blessed by God. God has blessed my family. God has blessed me, continues to bless us. You know, so I am thankful for everything this year has given me and everything that I've learned for this year. And I will take it going forward into 2022 and continue to just build upon it. So that is it, Empowered Lifers. We've nearly made it, God willing, to the end of 2021. I want to thank you all for taking your time this year to listen into my podcast. You know, I really appreciate every one of you and I really, you know, I'm thankful that I have your support. I would love to know from you a highlight from your year, one thing that you have learnt And also going forward into 2022, what are you looking forward to? So those three things I would love to know from you. And I will leave reminders when I do the post notification on Instagram. Follow me over there if you're on Insta. My Instagram is Yimmy Empowerment, Y-E-M-E underscore Empowerment. I will leave a link to that in the show notes. Also on my Twitter by the same name and Facebook by the same name, I will be asking you the same question. What has been the highlight for you this year? One thing that you've learnt. And going forward into 2022, what you're looking forward to, I would love to hear from you. So on that note, guys, I wish you a Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I wish you a peaceful and relaxing holidays. And I will see you on the other side in 2022. Take care.